nigga fall Where's Ali? That's the motherfucker I be ballin' like a motherfuckin' pro I be ballin' like my nigga Mo Oh, fuck, shit, bitch Yeah, Shaq, what's shit, I'm getting really rich See how I got it, cause I really went to shit See me in the streets and I be really with a, with a bad bitch Niggas straight rock, niggas straight see me When they see me, they be copping I'm the best truck dealer, nigga, come and cop it Yeah, Shaq, what's I'm like the fucking green goblin Hello, hello. You already know what it is. You are listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. And this is Mava Art. How are you doing today? Today, I'm doing pretty good. I wanted to start off with reminding y'all, follow the motherfucking Instagram. Facts. If y'all want updates, little sneak peeks on our live stories here and there, be sure to follow us at The Urban Product on Instagram, The Urban Product, with no spaces, underscores, or anything crazy like that. Facts. Make sure you follow me. Big facts. <laughs> on my IG at DME Israel and on Twitter at DME Israel underscore. Ooh, nice. I feel like I should eventually structure it so that way I have a similar like Twitter name. Facts. Uh, Cause I totally have something different. Uh, so my Instagram is your local plant mom. You are local plant mom. No spaces, underscores, nothing crazy. And then my Twitter is earth underscore Mava M-U-V-A. So be sure to get at us there to respond back about what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show and what you want to keep on hearing from us. Facts. All right. Well, mm-hmm. let's get into the show. Um, first of all, you doing yeah. good? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I've been pretty chill, keeping it low key, focusing a lot on like health. I've been, as I've been talking to you a little bit about, I've been getting into like herbalism and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool. I feel a little witchy or whatever. I mean, that's kind of haram to say, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been cool. I've been learning some interesting things and working on taking like more homeopathic remedies for like little ailments that pop up here and there mm, like smoking lavender and shit yeah like that. i've been <laughs> i've been smoking lavender and shit um i actually have like a bunch of lavender with me for today <laughs> for later <laughs> i'll be smoking some later um same with things like sage damiana You're smoking sage yeah you can smoke sage you can smoke sage marshmallow root rose yeah, hips yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. I know it sounds different, but there are different things in it that like can help you out, which is pretty cool. Okay. All mm-hmm. right, cool. Um, let's see. Keeping up to y'all. I've been chilling. Um, first of all, mm-hmm. apologies for this coming out late. Uh, we had a couple technical issues, so we had to redo wah, the podcast. Wah. Unfortunately, we lost like a shitload of content. So An we had hour to redo. and 10 minutes. <laughs> we had to redo thing. the entire shit. And <laughs> the day that you li- like as you're listening to it we literally recorded it like right before so you're hearing everything fresh so when this drops everything is as recent as it can be so it's lit it's um, lit shit's cool with me i got a couple of friends that are on their way from new york coming to visit me because we're gonna go see j cole at td garden tonight 
Mm-hmm. So that's going to be lit. And then we're going to New York at the end of the week. Um, not like me and my boys from here are going to New York because my friends are coming to visit us here. And then we're nice. just going to go visit them there. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be a cool little weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you just came back from New York, too. So it's like uh, yeah, Urban Product Visits New York shit. It's kind of lit. Taking over the city. Facts. What were you doing in New York? Oh, I was up. Um, <laughs> I was visiting different museums and art galleries. So I went to the Metropolitan Museum. You know, I spent like a good day there. Um, I'm currently working on research involving like ethicality of museums. Um, and I'm working on like creating a structure to museums or like hypothetical structures that could potentially make museums more diverse, mm. not just for diversity's sake type of thing. Yep. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then afterwards, I went out to this, um, well, first I went, stopped around, got my bougie-ass food. Shout out to Bauhaus in New York because they always hold me down. Um, went to a little sake bar, got a little lit, went to an art exhibit. Uh, it's called The Color Factory. Um, and it's pretty cool because the entire exhibit itself rotates around like the concept of color and how we set up color and it relates color to sound color to taste um so it was pretty interesting to see how they integrated everything into like these giant room experiences Mm -hmm. um i do recommend going out and checking it out the tickets are kind of expensive so if y'all manage to get like a little coupon code definitely click on that um go for that because that definitely makes it worth it but you know it was a lot of fun i got some cute pictures out of it hey that's what's up as long as the memories live on and shit like that exactly um i feel like there's another thing that i gotta touch up on uh since i was doing like apologies earlier also, mm-hmm. for the people that have been asking me about the YouTube video that um, we were supposed to draw visuals last week, it's still coming. Once again, technical issues. Uh, we've been doing audio since we started this podcast, and video is a new element that we're bringing in. So we're still testing things here and there, <laughs> and I don't want to put out a product unless it's uh, unless it, until it comes out the way that I want it to come out and the way that Earth wants it to come out. So when we're both satisfied with it and everything is up to par, then you'll release it. But have patience with us, please. Facts. We appreciate everyone <laughs> that's been asking for it. Mm-hmm. And best believe you are gonna get it soon. And when we get um when we get a routine system going on, then you'll be consistently getting videos. But for now, just be patient with us. And when you get it, you won't be disappointed. Yert. All right, so I was having this uh, convo with Earth um, the other day, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was a good convo to bring to the show because it has to do with everyone listening right now, and it has to do with myself. So <clears throat> since starting the podcast, uh, Earth and I have been getting a lot of feedback from everything that we're doing, and we love it. We love that you guys love everything that we're talking about and all of the um, ideas that we bring in and instill on all y'all to have like these dope conversations because that's what the urban product was started on. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. It was the both of it was wow. <laughs> it started from both of us just chilling in my crib, talking, listening to music, and Earth and I have dope convos, so we just decided to let the world listen on to those convos. Yeah, I think it was really one of those we stopped, looked at each other, and we were like, we could make like a dope podcast if we really wanted to. Facts. And then we fucking did it. Facts. I remember I wanted to like do this podcast for a while, but I just couldn't find the right 
my partner to do this with. And then Earth just dropped into my life. And I was like, oh, hey, hey, things happen for a reason. Let's make it lit. <laughs> now, since doing that, um, I say that I like the general response we've been getting. Uh, I fuck with it. But there's just some people that just don't understand like what we stand for. So let me break it down to you, okay? For anybody that tries to get featured, that wants to get featured on the show, first of all, stop asking me. I don't know if I don't know I don't know if Earth is getting asked, <laughs> but I'm constantly getting asked, and I'm a chill dude, so I like to have that conversation with people and gently let them down. But stop asking me to get on the show. Um, if there's certain episodes where I feel like a guest would be nicer, a guest is necessary, then I'll go ahead and extend the invitation out to certain people. But I'm not just going to bring everybody that wants to be on the show on the show because this is it's Earth and I, you feel me? It's DME and Mother Earth. Um, occasionally, we do bring guests because we value their opinion and we value what they bring to the table and we think that what they have to say would be would fit into whatever topic we're like have planned for that episode Mm -hmm. but it's not just a free-for-all you feel me yeah that's way harsh but (laughs) nah, i'm just because because it's like i'm a blunt person and i just feel like i gotta be blunt with some of the people out there you feel me leo yeah fuck you (laughs) 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 But, but not to take away from all of our current listeners because i love everybody that listens to the show and i love having the conversations no big facts with people that do support the show i'm talking to people that don't support the show or don't even listen to the show because the people that do come on the show are all supporters of it. You feel me? I feel that. Like, people that listen to it, talk about it all the time and shit like that. I'm specifically, so, yeah, okay, so I should have started with this. I'm specifically talking to the people that don't support the show, don't bother to listen to it, don't promote it, don't share it when we put our shit out there or anything mm. like that. Get your ads right when you subtweet. Facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I'm talking about the people that just see something is up and they just like, oh, I want to get on this. They're like, bro, you don't even listen to podcasts. You feel me? Mm. Like, you don't even know what our podcast is about. I get people all the time that ask me to summarize, like, what we talk about every week. And, like, do you know how hard it is to summarize an hour and a half of conversation in, like, two minutes? I'm not going to do that. You have the platform to just go ahead and just listen to it. So why don't you just Mm. do that? You feel me? I feel like the big thing in it is like we as people, when we came together to like make this podcast, we weren't looking for the clout. We were just really passionate. Yeah. And we are really passionate about everything that we're talking about. We find topics that we're interested in, that we want to have conversations with each other and with all of y'all who listen. Um, And so just keep that in mind uh, when, yeah, when you be slip slopping in the DMs, you know? Facts. And another thing. Just because I, like, say this all the time. And I don't tell Earth that I get these comments. But, like, I I feel like I got to say it on the show for all of you guys that Hmm. just keep bugging me about this shit. Hey, yo. Leave Earth alone, guys. (laughs) Stop trying to hit me up about Earth. Because I'm going to give you all the same answer every single time. Wait, what's going on? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I get, okay, so people know the premises of this show, right? Yeah. I get all the time um, 
And you're one of my best friends, so obviously I have no problem telling you this. Mm. But like, I get this all the time. Like, yo, so uh, is your co-host like really queer, queer, or is she still for the Knicks? I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, bro, trust me. People to shut up. Oh, like, beautiful. trust me, dog. Like, you're my, like, I tell these legit to my boys. I'm like, bro, you're my homie. I love you. <laughs> but Earth really wants not i don't even have to do anything trust me earth wants nothing to do with y'all bro <laughs> like, <laughs> earth is living a, living their life living the best life they can live <laughs> you ain't got to be part of it you feel me let earth do earth and you do you <laughs> and i've been like i yeah, like, actually mad funny to no hear. bullshit like <laughs> and they don't even know earth don't play games out here trust me <laughs> oh yeah no i'm like i'm pretty blunt when Facts. people slide in the dms y'all I'm don't just like, nah. y'all don't know earth behind the scenes trust me <laughs> you know, she, she earth will bring the smoke you don't want that action so trust me it's better <laughs> that i'm letting you down rather than earth let it be down because i'll just be like the nice guy but like earth will bring it bring you down like this smart ass scientific but still humbling way i don't know how i'm saying it but like just just stop hitting me up or if you want hey earth gives you the social medias if you want to hit them up directly and just get your answer yourself you feel me so i just felt like i had to say that on the show yo damn i'm so sorry people are hitting you up about me Ah, you're good and (laughs) it's like like low-key hilarious and it's like annoying because you say you're (laughs) queer but then they'll be like so is she like a lesbian lesbian i'm like bro she never said she was a lesbian bro. <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> and it's like true ally yeah i was like me i'm an ally <laughs> but like i don't really like know all this shit so i feel like i can't even say i can't even like talk on all the issues i'm like bro just leave them alone <laughs> stop asking me about this shit, you remember right? those videos of that um that kid who's like crying and he's like leave britney alone Facts. i feel like that's you when leave. It comes to me. <laughs> leave earth alone because <laughs> when they pull up the ig they're like oh i'm like yeah just leave, leave them alone <laughs> let, let let her flourish you feel me <laughs> all right so main main points of that was one if you ain't a supporter of the show stop trying to get featured on the show if you are that's a supporter weird. of the show we feature we love everything and stop hitting me up about Earth. Yeah, stop hitting up DM me about Earth, y'all. Facts. I feel bad about that. You got anything? <laughs> you got anything you need to get off your chest while we're doing this? Off my chest? Nah. Yeah, I guess it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really often get this. Yeah, it's just, it's just all me. It's all. It's all I, I take the heat for you. It's okay. I love you. It's okay. <laughs> I take the heat for you. <laughs> Yo, so carrying on then to the Facts. meat and bones of all of this. Facts. Let's, Let's get, get into, into the, the music. Right. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna finish the line? No, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't Why? gonna. Why not? Um, because we don't need to get into that today. <laughs> I heard you. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> um, I recently have been tweeting about how I just be saying some really reckless shit, and sometimes saying some reckless shit means singing some reckless shit. Mm. Um, even um, like driving up here today onto campus i was like blasting like a cupcake song do you know cupcake yeah i uh, saw so i know them off instagram okay you should but know them from like their music funny, they're, they're like a funny person right they're a mad funny person yeah. their music um very sex positive very sexual so she's like rapping about like slide slip sliding on some dick and whatnot it'd and be like that. it'd be like that it's a fun time when you slip it was a fun time um but i was just like <laughs> 
college. Going along to it on the like windows down, like driving across campus, and like all these people were staring at me, like horrified. Fuck it. Fuck it. And I was like, damn, like <laughs> people, people really that hurt. <laughs> Anyways, um, moral of the story. I'm only aware that I'm saying some reckless shit. I'm not going to stop it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm very aware that I, I love that I have a new Twitter because my old Twitter got uh, suspended. So I love that I have a new Twitter with um, a lesser amount of followers because now I can just tweet whatever the fuck I want to tweet and not feel any remorse for anything that happens. I feel that. Like my header is me licking a pair of titties and it's great. I noticed that. It's great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Great. Like it's I love great. it. Shout out to my shout out to my other best friend. <laughs> Because people think it's something going on. I'm like, nah, it's just my best friend. <laughs> That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Facts. So, best friends, um, you like their titties. So, accordingly, um, there have been a lot of just like hype going on on the interwebs about there potentially being like Amigos and Drake mixtape. So, this isn't news that was like said outright. Like, Migos and Drake were never like, we're doing this together, la di da. But mm. Quavo recently had a GQ feature, and in that, he was just talking about, you know, there being potentially like something coming up. Um, there have been a lot of people about going back and forth between like, oh, like, I really think it's going to happen, or no, nah, like, this definitely isn't going to happen. Um, and I feel like, my take on the things is is like i feel like it really could be a thing i feel like it's a big possibility especially after the joint tour that they had one they were spending a lot of time together so like hmm but then too there were a lot of like mishaps going on with that tour so like a lot of canceled tour dates Mm -hmm. or a lot of dates that were pushed back late shows so i feel like a mixtape solely from like a marketing perspective would be really great to get both of those like the fans of both groups back into like their good graces okay um so i feel like it's something that i'm definitely keeping my eye out because i feel like it could be a thing what do you think i'm not looking for a tape from drake and migos Mm. um to be completely honest just because all the songs that drake and migos have together at the moment they're like nice little bops but i can't imagine an entire tape full of tracks like that because their current big signal that they got together right now was Walk It, Talk It. And I didn't even like that song when it first came out. I only started yeah, to no. like the song when the video like dropped because it was hilarious. It was like mm-hmm. this, this Soul Chain parody or like this tribute or some shit like that. And it made me like the song. And every Drake and Migos collab before that, I was just like, ah, yeah, it bumps. But it was nothing like crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it was nothing like What a Time to Be Alive. Because I think Drake and Future definitely have a better chemistry than drake and migos will have you feel me mm-hmm. so yeah um i don't think i don't even think they have a mixtape coming out because i don't know where drake would have the time even though he is doing all these features left and right i don't know where drake would have the time to do it and market and in terms of the market mm, would it sell well i don't know i guess i'm gonna have to wait to figure it out but i'm not looking for a tape from them mm-hmm. i feel like between the stands for like Drake and Migos, it would sell well, even if it wasn't the greatest. Mm. Like, I always think back to, like, Drake and Future's WAPA. Um, I know that's what I call it. What a time to be what alive, whatever. Be, what? It makes more sense to just call it WAPA. What, but okay. Right? <laughs> I guess. Is that just me? That's probably just you. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's, the, what's the other shit? There was, like, another, like, acronym that we said last night that you just said. I can't remember. Um, oh. I'd be saying mad acronyms, acting like people know what I'm talking about. Like it's a about. full word instead of the acronym. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the ahead. time. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like even when that came out, 
it wasn't i mean like it wasn't that good i know i bought it the day of i think i pre-ordered it yeah just because of drake that shit was great you think so I it thought was it was great. okay. I bumped that shit from top to bottom all huh. the time. Um, you can, oh yeah, you didn't really know me that well freshman year. No. But my freshman year, um, Jumpman was literally my song of the year. I played that shit everywhere. Um, people knew me, people that had me on Snapchat knew my signature dance to that song. I dabbed every time I was listening to Jumpman. Um, but yeah, it was, it was dope. A lot of people say that it was a uh, future album that drake just hopped on because i mean it is like yeah, that it's it in, is like that yeah. it was an entire tape produced by metro boomin and metro boomin and future have like chemistry way back so if it's metro producing all the beats i understand why people would think it was literally just drake hopping on future's wave because that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was yeah. but i loved it that's fair yeah I know one way or another. I'm just kind of excited to see what could happen. I want to see if something cool could like grow out of this past, mm. just like walk and talk it. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of a singular Migo, do you think that's like the singular? Do you think Migos is like plural and then one Migo is like a Migo? A Migo? Yeah. Okay. So a singular Migo, aka Quavo, <laughs> um, has his solo project coming out and he wants to remind all of y'all, no, Migos is not breaking up just because he's coming out with Quavo Hancho, which will be coming to y'all this Friday. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so essentially I've just been seeing so much going around on the internet. Like everyone really thinks Migos is just breaking up. Um, in the words of DME, Quavo is not turning into Quaveyonce. Um, I don't think Quavo has the power to turn into Quaveyonce. Facts. Um, but his solo project is coming out. I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to look like because it does have a few good features that are, I think, would be good features. Mm. Um, like a few artists that are hopping on. So I'm, I'm going to be looking into it. Mm. I'll be looking into it too, but... I honestly don't think that album is going to sell well either. I don't know where I feel like I just lost faith in the Migos, but I didn't because I fucking love the Migos. Uh, Culture 2 obviously wasn't as good as the first Culture album. Not at all. Um, But I still love each of the Migos individually. I think Mm -hmm. it's just Quavo by himself. I prefer more on features and hooks. So an entire album of just Quavo is just eh. Because even that collab tape that he did with Travis. um, Yeah. Huncho Jack, Jack Huncho. I love certain songs from it, but that tape literally sounded like it's like the uh, similar to the What a Time to Be Alive comparison. Yeah, it sounded like a Quavo tape that Travis just hopped on. And obviously, there were those times in the tape where Travis had his like highlights, and you can see where Mike Dean put his foot in his shit. But most of the time, um, it was it sounded like just a Quavo album. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking about the Huncho Jack album making the comparison when Travis is working with Quavo depending on the project they like raise up the tempo if you think of every Travis project that Quavo was featured on the tracks were like more like the tempo was quicker Um, for example oh my this side um, Mm -hmm. pick up the phone Oh, shit, other other tracks at Quavo's. Okay, pretty much those two songs. I'll say that. Okay. The vibe was like this dark, um, fast tempo track that was just monstrous. But then when you go to the other side where Travis was featured on anything that Quavo was doing, for example, uh, White Sand mm-hmm. or 
um, wow, Kelly Price is another one. Mm-hmm. The mood is just different. And Quavo is always better featured on Travis than the other way around. You feel me? I 100% so I see that, actually. Yeah. 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 So people that are listening, go back to Travis's um, solo albums and then go to the Migos album where Travis is featured. And, and, and you'll see the difference and you'll understand what I'm talking hmm. about. All right. So, yeah. Um, let's see next we got that we just learned today hot even and fresh though, off the press facts even though it's kind of been happening for a while like there's been reports where um jay and beyonce are like officially cutting ties with kim and kanye and this has been a thing that's been happening for a while there's like this small beef that people believe um kanye and jay have even though they both say it's all love on the inside. They just have differences, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone has their differences. Family fight all the time, I guess. But apparently, the report that came out today, the reason why um, Jay and B are cutting ties with Ye and Kim is because of their um, affiliation with Trump or pretty much Kanye supporting Trump. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Did Kim ever say that she supported Trump? I know she... No, Kim... I know she did that thing where she uh, um, got that woman out of prison early and did that whole meeting with trump but i don't know her actual stand with trump. she doesn't support trump she doesn't i don't think so she, at least her and like her family well her and her family have like come out and said that they don't support him and like when kanye was going out and about saying that he supports them like that was a whole big thing because everyone was like kim get your mans and i mean like he has his right to his um opinion even if it's <laughs> not right mm. um but she like touched on that in like some old tweets where she was just talking about like she doesn't always agree with him politically, but she appreciates the way that he thinks and how he like processes things. So she's giving him the space to like carry on with what he believes. I just feel bad for Kanye because I know from the jump it was no secret that Beyonce doesn't like Kim Kardashian. Like oh, that was no secret we ever. Could, the body language alone. Oh, facts and like Jay and. Beyonce didn't even go to Kanye's wedding. Um, and I just feel like I feel sad for Kanye because Jay-Z is like his big brother. And by the time um, like and Jay and Beyonce have been together for like a long time. So I know mm-hmm. Kanye and Beyonce have like a relationship together, too. But it's like really just this whole like Kanye's wife like really played a factor in his relationship with like Jay and Beyonce for one time. And now this whole Trump thing is just pushing the boundaries. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. damn, like you can't let my man have some happiness, bro. I think what we see just like happening and what I think is like very, very normal, but like it's not something that's so publicly played out is like, this is literally just like a friend breakup. Like they're just two people who, even though they've had some history, they're just, in completely different places and if that's something that's big enough for them to decide like hey like maybe we should just not be friends anymore then we shouldn't be and i feel like it's something that's very normal like i've had a lot of friend breakups to say the least in my life whether it be from something super dramatic or just like us growing into different trajectories that doesn't really work out between us i feel like Um, they don't want that though that's the thing i don't know it could be i mean friend breakups it's the type of thing where it's not always something that's decided on on both sides. Sometimes it is one-sided, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's something that you have to respect. Um, 
and other people because if they're not like vibing with it like one why are you going to try to force it and then two just I don't know I feel like if I cared about that person like I would have respect enough where I'd appreciate like the times that we had respect their wishes where they don't really want to be that chill anymore and keep it pushing mm -hmm. I mean like sure maybe you'll like see them on the street one day and you could like smile or wave or whatever but like that's just that's what it turns into and I feel like it's something that's like very normal um, but like not usually talked about um, and to see it being played so publicly in the media I do feel kind of bad for like Kanye especially because you know like he does have that love for them um, and especially if it was something that was like one-sided but at the same time it's just kind of like I mean shit happens mm -hmm. people just grow differently um, and if everything and I am going to say like everything that Kanye has been supporting aka Trump is everything that like Jay-Z and Beyonce are like actively working against um, whether it's stuff that you see in the media or them behind the scenes like they are working to undo a lot of the shit that's going on so like I can also understand why you're not going to want to keep around people who are supporting and helping like wanting something to flourish that's literally like the antithesis for what you stand for um, sometimes your morals end up being stronger than friendship ties and that's something where it's like you know what if that's what it is like more power to you I guess Mm. Hmm. I'm just thinking Beyonce has a big factor in this. Me personally, mm -hmm. I think Beyonce has a big factor in all of this beef because I really don't think that uh, even though Kanye is like doing a lot of fuck shit, I don't I don't think that Jay really wanted to leave Kanye. But I don't mm. know. I feel like. I'm wary about like making that assumption because that is a trope that I see often like played out and that's what we're often taught is like the woman and like a hetero relationship is the one is like the reason why like mm -hmm. a quote unquote romance might break up. Um, no, I feel I'm like just saying that I agree that Jay-Z got a well that's his wife like. He got he got a side no matter no matter what well, mother, I mother like or your child you got a side. Sometimes it comes down to like not even sides though because there have been times where Jay Z and Yon or I almost said Yonce and <laughs> I you uh, say Yandi. Uh, oh my god, no! I will never call him Yandi. And Kanye, um, there have been times where they've been hanging out even when we knew like Beyonce wasn't that cool with it. I feel mm -hmm. like they seem very separate in their relationship. Granted, I'm only making assumptions based Facts. off These what are we all see. Assumptions. All assumptions, um, but they seem like they are at least supportive enough of each other's like own personal choices and personal choices are people who you keep in as friends. I feel like that's Facts. something that's we really got three albums of that. Exactly. And that's like really healthy in a relationship. So like, I just hope that they're all like making decisions that they think are best for them. Hey, if I, when I get married, if I ever have like problems with my spouse, I'm going to just be like, yo, you make an album, I'll make an album, and then we'll go back and we'll make an album together and the whole <laughs> world will think everything is right. <laughs> oh well, I've definitely had experiences where, like, I've had partners where they don't get along with my friends or they've told me outright that they don't like my friends. Did you make an album? Did I make an album? No. Mm. Um, I might have thrown off, like, a couple of freestyles in the hey. bathroom mirror, like, a la like Issa, some Issa right? like, some insecure type <laughs> shit. Um... You know, just sometimes you just got to let that shit out there into the universe. Um, but it's one of those things where it's kind of <laughs> like at the end of the day, if they're respecting of you and like your choice, like they're going to support you whether or not you decide to stay friends with that person or not. Um, and then boom, a seat at the table is born. 
<laughs> yeah literally their whole thing just plays out with their albums and i I'm don't know so, uh, i still stand i always know it's hilarious that a seat at the table is always like put in there but i am always so wary about doing that because i feel like that's something that was like very personal to like only solange hmm. so, so like know, i try to keep that separate no i don't think that ele- yeah i don't think uh, that whole elevator situation. everything else yeah you don't believe the whole 444 theory Mm-mm. with the whole like oh that was like the that was the number of the hotel that that situation happened and like shit like that and i see that the, i don't know there there's all these theories there's about all the these JB theories and that the, yeah the that, things that, that we don't know happened. about and if you look deep into the album you'll get the truth i'm like i don't know bro i Sometimes, think this is all just one big marketing strategy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's just like one of those things where you ever have those moments where you were sitting in like an english class and you had to read like i don't know a robert frost poem and your teacher is like now what do the trees represent and then the inside like you're just like the trees are the trees Mm. like i feel like that's how it is with <laughs> the albums yeah i think people are just reading into it i'm like let a seat at the table be a seat at the table let 444 be 444 let lemonade be lemonade oh no we can we can exclude a seat at the table but 444 Actually, lemonade and the and um everything is love those are definitely a a trilogy those in are terms of albums. yeah actually those are definitely a trilogy it's one big story yeah that's you got two sides and then together yeah because you have to think like when 444 and Lemonade dropped those. But those, I do want to yeah. claim having some separateness between like the two of them for that though, because you also look at when Beyonce dropped Lemonade and that had nothing to do with the title for Dumb Long. Title? Um, yeah, uh, because originally you could only get like most of Beyonce's stuff off of title. Yeah. Um, Lemonade so was on title though. Lemonade is now. It wasn't originally. Yeah, yeah it was. Lemonade, it didn't premiere yeah. off of title. It didn't? No, it didn't. It premiered off of HBO. They purposely made oh, HBO okay. free. But didn't they do that with uh, Beyonce too? No. Um, the, the self-titled. No. Oh, there wasn't a film for that too? Because I remember... Th- I remember. Well, f- it's not even like about the film. It's about like the music itself was not available on her husband's streaming platform for uh. like dumb long. It was something that she worked with other people. Like she didn't even work with people who've like collaborated between both Beyonce and Jay-Z. Okay. Like it was something that was like very separately her. And I think that was something that she needed to take the space for and create. Because shit. And yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing for Jay-Z. So like even though I feel like it arose out of like a similar situation, they were still all like separate. Facts. Because like the, the whole story of Lemonade... And I'm not going to say it's like his, the whole um, Beyonce's mom shit where that theory could be true. And mm. I do believe it. But I was talking about when um, reading, not reading, watching the film that came out with the album. Okay. And how there was generally a story of B was mad at Jay and they were going through all their shit. But then when they got to like the love, the sandcastles um, part of the movie, they like found some way to love each other again and get aside their differences and just stick together as a family where in 444 it kind of started off as that same way but then it got to family feud and then it was like that's pretty much jay-z's way of saying oh me and beyonce like got a bunch of um differences and situations but we're working it out together and then Mm -hmm. at the end of both um at the end of both albums 444 and lemonade jay-z and beyonce um are learning to love each other and get over not really getting over their differences but finding a way to cope with their differences and then boom everything is love was born you feel me yeah it's like both of them going through their shit them saying fuck all the haters and doubters that were um construing against our relationship Mm -hmm. here's a whole album of us just telling you how strong our love is you feel me 
Yeah. That's why I put the three of them, the three of those albums, like, as a trilogy, because they mm-hmm. all just tell a story when you put them all together, you feel me? I love it. Yeah. So that's why I, even though they do have their own separate shit, but I always make them flow as, like, one big story, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So onward with that, we do have some music history that has been made. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. Shout out to Lil Wayne. Um, he is now the first ever artist, period, to debut two songs on the top five of the Billboard 200. Um, and so what that means is they're two songs that debuted um, on his album. And out of that, they weren't like singles. They weren't like previously on an ep or a mixtape they're two brand new songs that both debuted in the top five of Mm. the 200 billboard list which is pretty amazing it's never happened before and so those two songs are mona lisa and don't cry um i was not surprised with mona lisa that that was in the top five i was a little surprised with don't cry i think it's just because you know it's not my cup of tea per se um but you know i'm still really proud of lil wayne um he's been doing really good in terms of like numbers the people that were listening um it was something where you know i think it was like four years overdue seven years in the making or something like that and like he still had the hype following and so i'm really happy that it was something that didn't just like do like a slight fizzle like when this came out it was a large bang um So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, And then on top of that, Russ is now the first hip-hop artist ever to go platinum without features and without help on any of his productions for his albums. Um, So I do say and production help because, as we all know, J. Cole went double platinum. Um, I thought it was just platinum. DME corrected me and told me it was double platinum the other Mm day. Um, But he went double platinum with no features. features. Um, But the only difference between them there is that he, his album, um, he didn't do 100% of the production. So I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, like, I know a lot of people really either really, really love Russ or they really, really hate Russ. Um, I feel like there aren't a lot of people who are very neutral about how they feel about him. Um, or the people who are neutral just genuinely don't know what his music is um, because his sound is very varied. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard to keep up with him as an artist, I have to admit. But I am happy for him. Out of all the drama that he stirs up or he is stirred into, at the end of the day, you can't deny like this dude's kind of like a genius um, when it comes to music, the way that he's able to play around with sound in a way where you're getting something different but still rust each time. Mm-hmm mm-hmm um yeah i get the whole like that it's become a trend to hate russ and shit like that and all the drama and shit that he's stirring up or he's a part of or whatever it makes sense about why all this shit's happening because pretty much all the reason why people started to hate russ is because he talks like a whole lot of shit and people think he's like egotistical and shit like he that he talks mad shit but when you look at the stats and you look at the facts, like if I was in Russ's position, I would be talking the same shit. You feel me? Like he writes all of his own music. He produces all of his own. He engineers mixes. Literally everything on the album is all him. Like, I feel like if I was to pull up the credits to um, zoo, which was the album he just put up, I would only see Russ's name. You will only see not Russ's name. And exactly. that's amazing. And the success that that um, thing has come the success that has been brought with that album um, or just Russ in general, if he feels like he got to be uh, egotistical and talk his shit, then 
let the man do that. Like he earned that. Um, he earned every single right to do it. He's he made it onto the Forbes lips. Wow, he made it onto the Forbes list, and he's a new artist. Mm-hmm. Now, me personally, I don't listen to Russ, but I don't follow the whole fuck Russ trend just because um, he talks shit. Because it's really just because right he talks talk shit. shit. I feel like you're right, though. He does have every right to. And it's also kind of one of those things, too, where, like, in hip-hop in general, everybody be talking shit. Mm. So, like, why? Well, he just talks shit a little bit more than everybody else. Mm. So, like, I kind of get it. But, you know, at the end of the day, niggas still out here doing the damn thing. (laughs) It's funny that you use the word nigga. Mm -hmm. I thought that would be a good Yeah, that was a great great segue. Look at you. Um, Segway time. Facts. Uh, Until this topic that I wanted to get into because it's a topic that I like um, having with certain people that are willing to be mature enough to have the conversation. So I was talking to Earth about this last night. And let's bring it to the show, right? So Mm -hmm. the whole controversy. Wow. The whole controversy with the term bitch versus the term nigga. And I'll before I say or before we go deep into this convo, um, I'm not talking about uh, nigga used in the terms of like the racial slur, even though it is a racial slur still. But for the point of this convo, I'm targeting more towards its um, gender association. Mm-hmm. So uh, so a little backstory. So I feel like society or um, us and men in general we work very hard to remove the word bitch from our vocabulary when addressing women, even though in uh, culture and pretty much hip hop probably made it popular um, to refer to women as bitches, whether good or bad. When we got checked for it, we worked very hard to remove it from our vocabulary. And some mm-hmm. people have removed it. You feel me? But some people haven't. And y'all got to stop that. Yeah, y'all ain't shit. Um, PSA. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. But then when it comes to us not wanting to be called, like, nigga, it creates, like, this um, big controversy just because we do – wow, sorry. I'm losing my train of focus. I'm, like, trying to, like, think of everything I wanted to say earlier. You're all good. Um, So how can I say this? All right. So say it like this, right? I have this conversation with a woman because I had this exact conversation with a woman the mm-hmm. other day. So she referred to me as like nigga or was like calling me nigga, like nigga this, nigga that. And I was like, yo, so-and-so, you don't like to be addressed as bitch or to be referred to as a bitch. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor and just stop referring to me as a nigga because like I'm not your nigga I'm not this, that, and the third. I'm just your, like, I'm your homie, friend. Like, you can call me a homie. You can call me, like, your bro, whatever. But, like, you don't got to say, like, yo, what's up, my nigga? Because you don't hear me saying, like, yo, what's up, bitch? Mm-hmm. What you doing, bitch? Yo, that's my bitch over there. Like, that just sounds nasty to hear. Yeah. But it's, like, some people are just having a problem understanding that that's not okay to, like, just be referring to dudes as, like, nigga. Mm-hmm. And, like, ain't shit nigga. And, like, yo, niggas ain't shit and all this blah 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 and i just wanted to hear like your opinion on the um, on that whole shit yeah i think um for me at the least it was something where until after we first started talking about this it wasn't something that i thought of 
Um, you know, you want to get into like the specific like etymologies of bitch versus nigga. Nigga is traditionally used as a racial slur to be reclaimed only by black people. Miss me with that bullshit if y'all are trying to do it any other way. <laughs> um, so it is something that, you know, is more heavily tied towards race. You get into bitch and regardless of race... Um, it is something that is used as a slur against women to, you know, demean them, put them down, equate them to animals, say that they're less civilized than men, the whole shebang. So we know that. Um, within those respective groups, um, still, I believe only women can truly reclaim the word bitch um, in that sense. So then we get into concepts of, okay, but now we see, like, this shift happening. Um and it was something that I didn't really have my eyes open to until, like, as I mentioned before, you were talking to me about this, where we're seeing nigga more and more only used when referring to men. Um, and it's very interesting because even I've noticed, like, there's sometimes every now and then where I'll be, like, calling out to a friend. I'll be like, yeah, nigga. And they're like, who's a nigga over here? Like, I ain't no nigga. Like, automatically assuming, like, mm-hmm. I'm meaning, like, a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, kind of wild to me because I'm like, wait, no, this used to be a... You know, everybody, everybody part of the black family, a little nigga, you know? <laughs> um, well, I'm Which not, it was for like a while. Which it was. It was for a while. Um, and, you know, I think in some spaces it still is. Um, especially, and when I say this, I really only mean in like spaces of like black friends and groups and companions. You can never just assume um, that like everyone's okay with like reclamations of slur words within your community. Um But it it definitely was that. And so as I've been seeing it used more and more specifically towards men, I think I have to agree that, like, you're every bit right to be like, hey, like, please don't call me this. And I feel like that's something where it should be said, like, that should be okay. And people should just be understanding of it if I'm like, hey, don't call me this. Mm. Um, Like, for example, I remember, like, a long time ago, like, I had a conversation with a family member who, like, called me mulatto. And I was like, you know, like, that has a not good like history behind it i got a little uncomfortable when people call me that don't call me that yeah you checked me on that one time and since then i've never used the word oh yeah, yeah that did happen once since um, then i never used the word in yeah and so again. i think it's something where i remember like the conversation that had happened that went down was my cousin essentially was like well you're a mulatto so like get over it and i was just kind of like wait but like this is the one thing that i asked you to not call me like out of all things and i think people forget like especially the tied connotations to things, whether it be the implied meanings that society and groups of people start tagging onto words or history of words can truly be like hurtful. You know, like words at the end of the day, they're just tools. They're tools to be able to get us to communicate with each other. And you know what? Sometimes some tools hurt. Like sometimes hammers are really great. They're really helpful for helping you fix things Mm. and like put in nails to things and hold things together. And then sometimes hammers (laughs) can be used to be really painful and they can hurt and they could be thrown or they could be like swung or dropped and sometimes it's intentional sometimes it isn't but like you have to understand like sometimes that shit still hurts um you should be a rapper thank you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah go ahead i'm sorry that was Um, a nice metaphor thanks um but like going off of that i feel like we need to have like more respect for everybody that we come in contact with period of like if someone asks you to stop calling someone that, like, just don't call them that. Like, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't be like, oh, well, you know, like, you're still a nigga anyway and stuff like that. Because it's like, 
yeah, like, bitch, I might be, but that doesn't mean I'm asking you to call me one. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's it, period. Point blank, that's it. (laughs) And it's perfectly fine for the sentence that she just ended with. It's perfectly fine for her to say, uh, for Tree to say that. But if I was to say the same exact sentence Earth just said, it would have been, it would have been looked at a different light. Her exact words would have been like, bitch, I might be, but blah, 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 blah. If I was to start off the sentence addressing, um, someone just like that like even with that energy yeah like i know you heard that inflection when i, just, when I said that bitch yeah if i was to ever come to earth like that it'd be swinging on me just like that, oh i me? would that would have been a heavy sideways glance and maybe Facts. a backhanded something but that's because like i have that ability to reclaim that word you know it gets Facts. into like in group versus out group language and um, i know that like earth probably uses that word with a group of friends all the time. Oh, hell <laughs> and yeah. And it's just normal. We'd yeah, be going back and forth. It's a group of like between my femme friends and my female friends, like going back and forth or like my friends who are women, depending on like whatever word that you want to go with it. Like we'd be using bitch back and forth, left and right. I'll be like, oh, use a bad bitch or a bitch. You acting like a bitch. And like, it's just shit acceptable. Like that. You and me? it's totally acceptable. And it's similar it's to like when I'm within like LGBTQIA communities. I can be like, that's so fucking queer. Or I can say something like, oh, like you acting dumb queer right now. Mm. Um, I call myself queer. And that's a-okay. That's how I identify. Um, But I also understand that that's something that if somebody who was straight or cisgender ever looked at me and said that, I might might throw some hands, you know? Um, And so, yeah, it really just comes down to like, remembering that there are such things as like in-group versus out-group language but even past that even if you are in that in-group a person can still be like please don't call me this and you still have to just accept it because you know what that's what that's what good people do point blank like that's it like that's bars on the ground like expecting common sense and common respect Mm, like i remember uh, one of my coworkers at work i I mean, I mean, it was my fault, I guess, just because I assumed his sexuality. So I assumed that he was hetero. And then mm-hmm. when he told me that he wasn't, he, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a big F word. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, just, I, just didn't see, I just didn't see you dropping that word. I was like, yeah. ah, I was like, I felt that. And it's just because it's some it's like it's a word that um, isn't acceptable for my community to say. You feel me? Exactly. But it's like they say it all the time. So it's like they have every right to say it. So it makes sense. But like um there's like so many words that aren't acceptable to say in that like certain communities communities can say and it's all accepted so like we try our best um not to use that word but when it comes to the word nigga it's like i don't get why it's just so hard and even though nigga like has an even bigger negative connotation because um slavery uh, but it's still all the way to now where it's just this big thing where it's like some people just still can't get it out of the vocabulary mm-hmm. and me i'm trying my hardest not to say it even though sometimes i catch myself doing it because what i notice that i do i code switch a lot mm. depending on who i'm talking to or the group of people i'm around oh, yeah. i like I change all like, the time. yeah like i'll change like how i talk like when I'm near a certain group of people, you'll hear me talk like, like proper and just like chill. I'm like I'm just having. A I want to correct you on that and just say that you ain't talking proper. You just talking different. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Well, when I mean proper, when I say proper, I know when I you mean say proper, not using you mean, slang, not using yeah, slang. Yeah, I think past that, 
Um, I accept um, what some people call like African American slang as like a whole different dialect of African American vernacular, you know, AAV um, or AV for short sometimes. So I don't think it's anything that's lesser than um, because a lot of the words that we have have been in use for like ever. And you know what? If white people can come up with dumb words all the time and throw that shit in the Oxford Dictionary, then we're allowed to say shit like fleeky, lit. <laughs> Yer and have that count for Sutton. Imagine if you saw a year in the dictionary. <laughs> I would actually be a little With mad. That five means R's. <laughs> that's when you know gentrification really took place. Nah, took I'd holes. be like, I'd be like, hey, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, things like that. Like I tend to code switch and, um, but now I don't even I don't even know what to call it now since apparently I I'm just talking different. I'm not really talking proper, I guess. But speak like a I'll white just person. like let the slang come out and use all of my like local lingo that like people from other states don't know what i'm talking about like mm. i'm from like i grew up around the cambridge area so it was like a lot of cambridge slang so sometimes when i talk sometimes you can hear my cambridge accent come out when i'm from malden so it's weird but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when i'm talking to just the different groups of people where it's just like just people like that you'll you'll hear the difference come out yeah and it'll be times where like niggas just getting thrown around like it's nothing so sometimes i'll just like throw it out there just because like it's already part of the conversation i'm just like damn dev you wouldn't do this if it was just like a normal conversation you like try to get out the word and sometimes i use it to the con a negative connotation just like other people are doing because i'll hear something that like one of my boys saying something and i'm like wow how wow you're you're such a nigga for that. Like something like that. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Where before we would use it um sort of as a way of reclaiming it and like showing brotherhood and solidarity and things like that when we use it. But now it's getting to a certain point where it's going like back to the old ways and it's meaning like the people that reclaim the word are now using it as a way to like make us feel lesser again. Mm. So it's like no, I feel that that making is your kind own of self lesser, and it's just fucked up. So that's why I try not to use the word. You mm-hmm. feel me? I feel like I've definitely seen myself using it in both positive and negative connotations, and sometimes neutral too. But I'm always like very wary about the spaces that I use it. Facts. Um, I don't often be saying nigga and shit like that around people who are not black because I never oh, want to get it twisted yeah. that that's something that they can do around me. Yeah. Um, because I've definitely had that experience in the past. Um, and that's that's just a no go for me um i really only use it around like other groups of people of color and people of color that i know well mm. like i ain't ever just gonna walk up to somebody around and be like oh you my nigga because like i don't know if they yeah they're down for that or not <laughs> um and you know they 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 are my nigga like i don't know them so that Sucks. would just be dumb weird um but yeah no it's it's been sad actually to see it lose that that flair of like reclamation that it was originally intended for i hope that we kind of get it back on track yeah like in terms of like code switch like i say in certain groups of people sometimes it'll just come out and sometimes like goes on social media if i'm like recording a snapchat because i'll just it'll just be said in the background and shit like that and my um cousin who's kind of like an older brother to me catches mm-hmm. me every single time i say it and he just points it out and he's like yo chill like yo you're throwing out a lot of n-words right now and i'll be like oh shit my fault it's just with the group of people i'm in sometimes it just comes out because it's that code switch you yeah. feel me no it's a it's a big code switch and i think it's just something where like words are used differently depending on the spaces that you're in um and it's like for the benefit of our 
well, like most people usually, but especially for like us being people of color and having to do that code switch. Um, because unfortunately, white people love to like you know throw respectability politics down our throats, um, and you know even <laughs> other POC her, yeah. really be throwing that down our throats too. <laughs> the justice like, warrior. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I didn't mean to use that term, but I just love when you get in your bag. Like you know, I really this. be getting in my bag, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, Earth, just run for president. Already. <laughs> oh god, I hate politics. <laughs> Don't ever throw me in there. They're all dumb <laughs> you look at the whole supreme court and be like you're all fired <laughs> you know what i would do though i totally start up like a nice little commune somewhere maybe off like the coast of canada or something you know we could <laughs> have like a Kelly. farm oh my god hell yeah, yeah Norm <laughs> Kelly's hilarious on Twitter. i'm just like yo this is really like the leader in canada doing this shit hell like, hey, i yeah. see why drake is lit now facts um so yeah yeah um <laughs> long story short and to wrap up the main point you don't hear me calling you a bitch so please stop calling me a nigga as simple as that you heard then, it here the world to go around you feel me have that conversation with your group of friends family because i know a bunch of people are going to be like hey so i listened to your podcast and um i think this this and this i was listening to the bitch versus nigga topic and really blah 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 and i'm just gonna be like hey hey i respect your opinion I said what I said, bro. <laughs> like we didn't cool. stutter. Like just, just <laughs> stop calling me a nigga, bro. It's simple. That's all it'd be. Facts. <laughs> all right. All um, right. Let's On see. To that. Facts. Uh, we gotta wrap up this podcast. All right. So Yerks. let's talk about new music that dropped. New music. New so music came things. out. Um, Lil Baby and Gunna dropped their collab tape finally, Drip Harder. Um, a lot of people are saying that they were very underwhelmed with the project because I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know what they were expecting out of it. I got everything I expected out of the project. Oh, um, you think people just had too high of expectations? Yeah, because like, yeah, like, what did you think this was going to be? Like, Watch the Throne 2? Like, I, I don't no. know what you expected okay, yeah, no. from this. You feel me? Like, I got everything I expected out of this, out, um, out of this tape. Uh, Turbo produced pretty much the entire thing and it makes sense since turbo is um uh producer shared between gunna and baby Mm -hmm. it just made sense and i the tracks banged on it they put drake on the outro who puts drake on the outro (laughs) they they did and that shit banged you feel me and there's a couple highlight tracks that i like from it of course that track with drake never recovers a highlight um close friend by little baby he had that was his solo track on it that was a very pretty much the last three tracks um close friends by little baby then drip too hard was their single from that and then mm-hmm. never recover i think those are re- two three really dope songs and it was a great way to close out the album if you guys haven't listened to it i really su- suggest that you do um another artist sheck west dropped his album i'm not the biggest fan of sheck west even though i love mo bamba what I will say about Sheck West is that his production is impeccable. He's he signed to Good Music and Cactus Jack Records. For people that don't know, Cactus Jack Re- Records is Travis Scott's um, record label. So mm-hmm. kind of Travis Scott kind of found Sheck West and helped him find his own sound. So when you listen to Sheck West, um, his album is called Mud Boy. If you listen to that album, you can hear the Travis Scott influence in terms of the production. Oh, yeah. So I kind of went into that tape listening for the production, not really the lyrics. And I was very pleased. It's, it's, uh, I'm going to go. He's opening up for Travis nice. on December 2nd. So I'll be interested to see with that. Mm-hmm. And then Anderson Bach dropped a song with Kendrick called Tints. Um, that's also really dope, too. I really think you guys should go check that out. Definitely. Yeah. Facts. Oh, and <laughs> speaking uh, of Sheck West, 
Oh, uh, no, not Shaq West. This other thing. Um, 6 9 Oh. Of course, like, Earth hates 6 9 with a Oh, passion. we already know how I feel about it. <laughs> but he dropped, uh, he dropped a track, which I called Stupid, which I find hilarious. I don't know why. I just find everything 6 9 does is, like, comical. He's, like... He's he's like all serious with his raps, but I kind of see him as like a little dicky in terms of like comedy rap. I just find this shit like hilarious. But he got a he got a verse from Bobby Shmurda on it, and mm-hmm. Bobby Shmurda's still in jail. But yo, Bobby Shmurda sounded nice. I'm like, hey, yo, like I, I listened to that verse. I'm like, hey, and I can't, I kind of can't wait for you to get out of jail so you can give Free me like Bobby. a tape. Free Bobby, Bobby, you feel me? Um yeah, I'm like, yo, I can't wait for Bobby to get out now because I, I want to tape because y'all like, hey, that flow was fire. The lyrics were fire. I'm like, I, I believe you can still do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then some other tracks that have now dropped. Jaden Smith came out with another track. Um, probably, I think, building up some momentum to his album that we don't know when it's coming out. It's literally Sire written backwards. I'm not even going to try to say it again <laughs> on the podcast because listening back to that. A mess, but the track is called Goku. Um, I mean, like, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, I feel like you're gonna know exactly what you're walking into with this. Um, it was very like EDM inspired almost, but kind of like a bop. Like, I didn't like it at first, but then I like kept listening to it, and I was like, you know, like this is bringing out the little anime nerd in me. But like, I guess this can be doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, Anderson Pac recently released a track with Daniel Caesar featured on it called Beauty in Essex. It was absolutely beautiful. He also released another one, too, with, um, oh, my God, with Lamar. And then what was that one called? Tills? Tints. Tints. Tints on your car, like tints. You know, I never even bothered to check what the track was called. I just heard it come up. Mm. Um, I had, like, a list of new music that I saw had popped out. So I, like, put it all on, like, a little uh, cue list, and mm-hmm. I just had it all playing while I was in the car. Yo, that shit was fire. Facts. Um, I'm so excited for Anderson Pac's upcoming album. Um, Dre's producing it. so Yes, yeah. it's going to be dope. Like, I really feel like he's about to drop, like, a banger. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll be waiting cause, just because my situation with Anderson Pac is different just because I didn't really take the chance to dive into Malibu or Venice, so mm. I, I don't know if it's going to be my vibe, but I'll, I'll check it out. I guess I have to. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's a little bit different if you're not used to listening to music that's kind of like more like alternative or like indie rap, because I feel like that's definitely where I'd throw that into. Um, but I think it's pretty good. Mm, okay, word. Yeah. Vibes of the week. What are your vibes? All right. Um, so I forgot to throw it on our little list notes. Um, but one of my big vibes as of lately, I've been listening to a lot of Masego. Um, very like alternative, very new wave, um, like jazz meets R&B meets kind of like lo-fi. Um, so I really love Masego. Hella good. Um, they're coming to boston and to providence soon i'll be catching them at their providence show actually so i'm really excited Mm. um other than that i've been listening to the song called heat check by all black i have no words to describe it it's just good like you just gotta listen to it um and then this artist known as the kelly 47 released this track that debuted for insecure's soundtrack um so it debuted through insecure it's called girl blunt um it's dumb good um (laughs) it's i don't even know how 
to like explain like i've literally just had this song on repeat um i've been throwing it back like there's no tomorrow to this song like it's oh, just like track. a very oh, okay. the okay. track um it's just been like so so good and then the vibe of the week that y'all will be listening to is called god i think it's pronounced by like notes it's n-o-t with the letter or the number three and then the letter s so it's probably notes um it's this track from this uk rapper um that i feel like is just so smooth Mm. like it's it's good it's Mm. got like some good flow to it that i've really been vibing with okay word Mm -hmm. uh my vibes of the week uh were obviously drip harder uh mo bamba for some reason i've been playing that all day since yesterday and today which I probably will play until the end of the concert, just because that that little that little pause in the beginning I just love so much. Like, what? <laughs> Shit, fuck, bitch! <laughs> I, love I just it. love that little part. Uh, that and then these local artists that I'm, I'm going to give some shine to. My vibe of the week is going to be um, from this this artist from Medford, I believe, goes mm-hmm. by the name of Tyler Loyal. He dropped this track, I think couple weeks ago or last week called enemy i'm gonna play it at the end of the podcast and i really fuck with it. i hope you guys fuck with it too mm-hmm. and then also this track that dropped um in the summer i'm not gonna be playing this but it's my other vibe of the week this track that dropped in the uh, summer by an everett artist known as fill my cup it's called attention um and tyler loyal is featured on that track as well and nemesis is also featured on it i just love um sometimes showcasing the local talent that we got around here because these are some people that are, are really working hard to perfect their craft and mm-hmm. there's like good things coming out of it they just need the push from the city and we all know boston isn't like that heavy on hip-hop so it's hard to get that push but you know you're gonna there. get the push on the urban product every little thing counts you feel mm-hmm. me <laughs> and then lastly reality check first yeah you gotta go first this time oh i gotta go first yeah, yeah no we messed it all up we week. tried to Facts. um so my reality check of the week um you know just carrying on from the conversation earlier if you ain't black stop saying nigga that's it <laughs> heard i don't gotta i don't gotta describe or explain myself just stop saying it the fuck <laughs> thank you i like that temperature check all right word if we're gonna keep it short <laughs> i'll keep my temperature reality check short too all right stop hitting me up <laughs> <laughs> about the podcast <laughs> yeah. well now nah, hit me up about the podcast let me know everything you love about it but in terms of like getting on it or like securing a spot if you are not a supporter of the show stop hitting me up trying to get on the show because the answer will be the same every single time say it with me earth no, no. you feel me <laughs> wait with us wait yeah no. facts like <laughs> wait your turn if there's a possibility where i think you would be a good fit for an episode best believe i will contact you but oh and that's only if you actually listen to the show if you don't do anything about the show yeah just stop hitting me up simple as that mm-hmm. you feel me and that was our reality checks <laughs> alright so we're gonna end the episode with the vibes of the week but of course we gotta sign it out the same way we do this t- every single week every and once single again, time sorry for being late but you'll enjoy this episode when you guys listen to it <laughs> alright so it's your boy DME and this is Mother Earth and you've been listening to the Urban Product and we're gonna start it off with Earth's uh, vibe of the week go ahead and introduce it alright it's Got By Notes bye facts
Secretly want us to pain, but I want them to pay. That's why I'm steady getting it in numerous ways. Grinding through the nights and the days, keep up with me. I ain't being cocky, I'm just being honest. Nobody could ever stop me, I'm forever on it. I'm the truth, ain't you try some of this pudding? Catching fishes with the way I bring the hook in. While they're raving, best believe that I'm playing. My tunes are, but physically I'm in the booth cooking to make another one, another one, and another one. Till the summer comes, even then I'm making another song. Haters on my body, but I shrug them off, shrug them off. I could see them plotting, but I got the drop, got the drop. Love from everyone and every city I got Brothers to ride for me if things are getting gritty I got Girls who will lie with me and real ones that will cry for me If someone put a knife in me and tries to take the life that I got Love from everyone and every city I got Brothers to ride for me if things are getting gritty I got Girls who will lie with me and real ones that will cry for me If someone put a knife in me and tries to take the life that I'm the one, I chose the red pill, they took the blue one I ain't got the same mentality as most these new dons Your team should eat off your plate for now if they're just serving you one But I guess some people's minds switch up when they start making new funds That's new money, yet they ain't gaining knowledge from the queen's head They're gaining more from mine, but it's cool, at least they know Told them I got the power, and they should take notes Just like they took it literally though Oh, well, fuck them If it was ever something, I could munch them But we way past that, cause we a five-star pack Five-star gang Calculated like some Jews Cause there's so many where we grew Loyal like the Turks on ends Cause they were local too Product to my environment My city's all I knew Hackney London all I know With Tottenham down the road School DNK sandwich well for all the toast Now there's different kind of bread being made All the walls were breaking down all around me Before now the crowds are just shouting my name Put free with all of the greats in the UK Oh, they think I'm overly irrational, I'm such an animal Chewing away copies of me, I'm a cannibal Stick to how you're running free and let them keep doubting you But one day they will worship all the greatness that you've actually I got Love from everyone and every city I got Brothers to ride for me if things are getting gritty I got Girls who will lie with me and real ones that will cry for me If someone put a knife in me and tries to take the life that I got Love from everyone and every city I got Brothers to ride for me if things start getting gritty I got Girls who will lie with me and real ones that will cry for me If someone put a knife in me and tries to take the life that I got All right, and now you're going to be listening to Enemy by Tyler Loyal.
only be loving off the Hennessy Since when did you become my enemy? Mm, I don't want you around me with that energy So empty, oh don't tempt me, no Since when did you become my enemy? You were supposed to be my remedy I don't want no lies, no You said you loved me, you were phony Still remember all the shit you told me, baby Trusted you like my brody, but you for my brody. Now you're on your lonely. Mm. I gave you all my loving, yeah. but you left me here with nothing. Nah, uh. you shoulda kept this shit a hundred. Oh, but all that bluffing, messing up my trust in you. I shoulda never fell for dancer. Why the hell did I romance her? Yeah, mm, girl, excuse my manners. I wish I never met this hoe in Atlanta. Should've never fell for a dancer Why the hell did I romance her? Yeah, mm, girl, excuse my manners I wish I never met this hoe in Atlanta We only be loving off the Hennessy Since when did you become my enemy? Mm, I don't want you around me with that energy So empty, oh, don't tempt me, no Since when did you become my enemy? You were supposed to be my remedy, I don't want no lies, nah We only be loving for the cameras You always be bugging like a camper I don't know why you tripping all the time If I called a hundred times and there's still no answer It's funny how I met you at a party Now I drown my feelings in these parties I cover my emotions to these shorties But the sorry is better than Bacardi, yeah The Hennessy. Since when did you become my enemy? Mm, I don't want you around me with that energy. So empty, oh don't tempt me, no. Since when did you become my enemy? You were supposed to be my remedy. I don't want no lies, no. All right, guys, that was it for this week. Once again, I apologize for being late, but you will listen to the Urban Product. And once again, remember to follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, Instagram at the Urban Product. And yeah, we'll be lit. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>